Welcome to Maranatha Teaching Podcast. I'm your host, Femi Fenoyo. We have joined a series that I've been doing on Maranatha YouTube teaching channel titled The Bible. We have joined the series at the beginning of another season, which we have titled The Story of the Whole Bible. Now let's take our Bible reading once again from the book of Genesis chapter 1. We read verses 26 to 28. And God said, let us make man in our own image, in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Verse 27, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them, and God blessed them. And God said unto them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth where we are at the moment is that we are looking at what is the relationship between the image and the dominion because we saw when we read just now where we read just now that the uh, humanity having dominion is definitely connected to the image let us create man in our own image and after our own likeness and let them have dominion there's definitely a connection with the image of god in man and the fact that humanity the man and the woman have dominion and what we have begin began to see in our last teaching is to look at this god because once we start talking about man being created in the image of god and man having dominion we need to pay a closer attention to god himself because it is god's image in which man and the woman is being created and one of the things that we've seen is that when we look at genesis chapter one that god is there portrayed as king who was who was presiding and ruling over the heaven and the earth that is the image that is the revelation of god that we see in genesis chapter one is a god who is king who is presiding and ruling over the heaven and the earth god the king of heaven extending his kingdom to the earth and what we see in genesis chapter 1 is god exercising kingly dominion and establishing his kingdom on earth and that is the image of god that we see in genesis chapter 1 and so far that is some of the things that we have seen so we are going to move on today Okay, we're going to move on today. We're establishing the revelation of God that we see in the creation story. And you know, remember what we, what, what we did when we read Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. He said, in the beginning, God. And we said the God there is Elohim. And what we are saying is that the God that is revealed to us in Genesis chapter 1, Elohim, was revealed to us as the supreme ultimate king. And because God is king, he exercises dominion. And we need to understand that. We really, really need to understand that. Because this God is the God that said, let us create humanity. Let us create man in our own image and after our own likeness. Now, the exact phrase, and I think I started dealing with it, the exact phrase, God is king or the kingdom of God does not show up in 
the creation story. So you won't see the exact phrase. Yes, we said that what we see in Genesis chapter 1 is God who is king. But you won't see that as exact phrase, God is king or the kingdom of God. But as we stated before, the concept of God as king and the concept of the kingdom of God is fundamental and foundational to the, to the creation story. And indeed, the concept of God as king and the concept of the kingdom of God is foundational and fundamental to the story of the whole Bible. And this is very, very important that we understand that this concept of, this concept of God's kingship is present throughout the Old Testament and is present throughout the New Testament. But let's, we, are, we are in the Old Testament at the moment. You need to understand that when you read the scripture, the first thing you see, the first concept of the kingship of God you see is in creation. First, the creation story reveals to us clearly that God is king over all creation. And then in the Old Testament, the second thing we see is that God is king in a special way over the children of Israel. Now, we are not dealing with that at the moment because we are at the moment dealing with the Genesis. We are dealing with the creation story. So, I'll, I'll back up again. What we are saying is that even though you don't see the world itself god is king or even though you don't see the phrase itself the kingdom of god in the creation story genesis chapter 1 to chapter 11 but the concept is all over that story and we spend some time to look at that contest the last time and what we are saying is that what we see in genesis or in the creation story is that god is king over all creation now i'm going to read some couple of scripture that we underscore this for us particularly in the book of psalms so let's read the book of psalm we're going to read a couple of scripture here so i'm going to read first of all from the book of psalm psalm 93 i'm going to read verses 1 and 2 the lord reigneth is clothed is in majesty the lord is clothed with strength wherewith he has guarded himself the world also is established that it cannot be moved thy throne is established of old thou Add from everlasting. Let's read Psalm 95, verses 3 to 6. For the Lord is great and a great king above all gods. In his hand are the deep places of the earth. The strength of the hill is his also. The sea is he, and he made it. O come, let us bow and worship. I'll read that verse 6 again. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our maker now this is very very important we've read two couple of scripture from the book of psalm and we're still going to read some couple of scripture psalm 93 says that the lord reigneth is clothed with majesty he reigns god is king god did not become king in the book of psalm or become king after i called abraham god has always been king and you remember we look at all the characteristic of god that we saw in genesis chapter 1 is characteristic in his word in his action we said that these were the characteristic of kings particularly in the ancient near east and one of the things you will see in all the scripture that we'll be seeing is that you'll be seeing the concept of kingship being connected with the concept of creation and that is very very important that is very very important verse psalm 95 verses 3 to 6 which, that we read he said the lord is is a great god and a great king among all god in his hand are the deep places of the earth 
you see that the strength of the hill is also he. The sea is he. He made it and his hand formed the dry land. land. And that is the concept that you will see throughout the, 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 the Bible. The concept of the kingship of God that is connected to the concept of creation. In creation, God is revealed to us as king. And verse 6 of that Psalm 95, let me put that back on the system. Verse 6 of that Psalm 95 says, Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. When we begin to understand that God is King, the mighty King, the great King, the ruler, the one that reigns supremely, our reaction to that is to worship. Our reaction to that is to bow down. Our reaction to that is to kneel before the Lord our maker. And when you read Psalm 136 verses 1 to 9, you, I'm not going to read I say, give thanks of the, unto the Lord for his good and his mercies endure forever. And over that nine verses, it began, the psalmist began to recount the activity of God in creation. How he created this and how he created that. Because he is the king. And in creation, we saw God who is king. And it is important for us to establish this because it is this God in whose image the man and the woman is going to be created. Now, let's go further and read some further scripture. We are going to read from Psalm 10 verse 16. The Lord is king forever. The heathen are perished out of his land. You see that? Out of his land. The earth does not belong to the devil. God created the heavens and the earth. He gave the earth to men. Men give it to the devil, but God is going to reclaim him back to himself. The Lord is king. The Lord is king forever and ever. He's not a king for a season. He's not a king for a moment. And this is very, very important that we understand this. He was not elected king. He was not, he can be, he was not voted in and he cannot be voted out. God is king. King from eternity to eternity he says the Lord is king and for the Lord is king forever and ever and the heathen are perished out of his land. This is the king's land. This world belongs to our God. Isaiah chapter 36 verse 16. O Lord of hosts, God of Israel, thou dwellest between the cherubims. Thou art God, even thou alone, of all the kingdoms of the earth, thou hast made heavens and the earth. You can see how it connects, you know, the greatness of God, the rulership of God over all the kingdom of the earth and how it connected that to the fact that God created the heavens and the earth. Let's read Second Chronicles chapter 20 verse 6. 2 Chronicles chapter 20 verse 6. And said, O Lord God of our Father, art thou are not thou God in heaven, and ruleth not thou over all the kingdoms of the earth, and in thy hand is there not power and might, so that none is able to withstand thee. You can see straight away we talk about God's kingdom, we talk about God's power, we talk about God's creative ability, we talk about the fact that God rules and reigns over the kingdom of the earth. And this is very, very important for us to understand. That the God that we see in the book of Genesis chapter 1 is the God who is revealed as king. The king that has all the power. That is when, if we go back to Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, like I said, 
few minutes ago. He said, in the beginning, God. In the beginning, Elohim. Bara, the heavens and the earth. Again, like we said, that word Elohim actually reveals to us and defines for us something of God, something of the activity of God. It reveals God as the most powerful, transcendent being, strong one, the creator of the universe. So the God, the name that is used for God, in the opening verse of the Bible, actually, is a name that reveals the kingship of God, the power of his kingdom, the power that he wields as a king. And our experience when we encounter that, like we read in some of the scripture that we just read in the book of Psalm, our experience, our reaction, our response to that is that of awe, of fear, of worship, and of adoration. In the beginning, God, the most powerful and fearsome one, spoke the universe into existence in all its detail, in all its vastness, in all its glory, in all its complexity. God flung the universe into existence effortlessly, ex nihilo. That means without needing any previous physical materials. The God that is revealed to us in the creation story is a God who is king a god who rules a god who reigns and what we see in genesis chapter one is god that is kinging and it is this god that spoke to himself it is this god that spoke to the divine council and said come let us create man in our own image remember what we are trying to do here is actually to ask ourselves what exactly in the, is the image of God in man? Or what does it mean that man was created in the image of God? But for us to understand that, we have to understand the God in whom, to whom, um, for whom man and humanity and the man and the woman are going to be created in his image. Hallelujah. It is true, like we have seen, that God alone is the ultimate king over all creation and over Israel. But what we see, and this is where we are keen in and moving this forward. Yes, we see that God is the ultimate. God is the supreme king over creation. God is the ultimate. God is the supreme king over Israel. But what we see throughout the scripture is that human king, they play a key role in God's kingdom, in his plan and his purpose. That God has decided in his own sovereignty that he's going to use human kings to have a key role to play in his kingdom, in his plan, in his purpose. God is the king of kings. He is the Lord of lords. By him, king reigns and continue their throne as long as God pleases. So to round up today, I'm going to go to the book of Daniel. And we want to establish this, that yes, we have established that our God is king, but it is the desire of God to bring humanity into his rule, into his reign. And we saw through our scripture that God uses human kings, even in the story of the children of Israel, obviously they had to start asking for king. But even before they started asking for king, God used, you know, judges, God used prophets, God used human beings like Moses, like Samuel, to actually use them to play a kingly role, a royal role in his kingdom to fulfill his plan and to fulfill his purpose. But we want to particularly go to the book of Daniel and establish that first in the life of Daniel and then in the life of Nebuchadnezzar, who was one was the greatest king, was the greatest king in his own time. So let's read first of all Daniel. Let's read the book of Daniel 
chapter 2, verses 20 to 22. This was the story after Daniel prayed with his friend. Let me, let me just give us the background to this. This was the story after the king had a dream and the wise men couldn't interpret the dream or they didn't know the dream because the king wanted them to tell him the dream and then interpreted. The king got angry, was going to kill everybody. Daniel said, wait a minute, God can give, give this dream, show the dream and give the interpretation. And then Daniel went to pray with his three friends and God gave them the dream and God gave them the interpretation. So that was the background. That was the backdrop to this word that was spoken by Daniel because here was Daniel blessing God after God has given them the dream and the interpretation. So Daniel chapter 2, verses 20 to 22. Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, for wisdom and might are his. He changeth the time and the seasons. He removeth kings and set up kings. He giveth wisdom unto the wise and knowledge unto them that no understanding. He revealed the deep and secret things. He knoweth what is in the darkness, and the light dwelleth with him. That is God. That is the God that is revealed to us in the scripture. Over here, we see his power, his kingly power. We see his king dominion. Like, like Daniel was 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 you know, declaring that he changes the time, he, he changes the season. We saw that he was the one that created time. He was the one that creates season. He is the one that changes time and season. But what we're establishing here is that he is also the one that established kings, is the one that established king and removed king. He said he removed kings and set up kings. So we need to understand that by God, the king reigns. And by God, they continue on their throne as long as God pleases. Okay, so we see this God who is king, but also this God that has called humanity to partake in his kingdom. Now, let's see how this applies actually specifically to Nebuchadnezzar. Because this reality of the fact that it is God that brings men into his kingdom to be king. That reality, Nebuchadnezzar was brought to feel this reality and to recognize it. Okay, and this is what we want to read in Daniel chapter 4. Daniel chapter 4, we read verse 17. This was when, when Nebuchadnezzar had another dream. Okay, this matter is by the decree of the washer. And this was, this was part of that dream. This matter is by the decree of the washer and demand by the word of the holy ones to the intent that the living may know that the most high ruleth in the kingdom of men and he giveth it to whosoever he will and set it up over it the basis of men now this is very very important remember one of the things we said in previous teaching that part of the royal activity of god is that he gives authority he gives kingship he gives king dominion to various people, sometimes to animals and things like that. And this is what we are reading here. This vision that was given to Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar thought it was the end all and be all. And he saw this dream. Okay. And in that dream, God said, God has shown him this. You know, he saw the dream of this big tree whose, you know, birds were coming and then it was cut down. Okay. And, and obviously, Daniel came and gave him that interpretation that Nebuchadnezzar was that tree. But in that tree, the, 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 the revelation that was given to Nebuchadnezzar is so that he will know that the Most High, 
the king of kings. He ruleth. He is a king that rules. He ruleth in the kingdom of God. And it is he that giveth kingdom, that giveth power to whomever he will. And he set up one and he brings another down. Now, let's read Daniel chapter 4. Now, this was after the, the dream was fulfilled over the life of Nebuchadnezzar. You know the story. Nebuchadnezzar became like an animal. He went into, into the bush essentially for seven years. And after seven years, his, his mind, his reasoning returned to him. And he was restored back to his throne, just like the dream has foretold. And this was what Nebuchadnezzar was then saying after he has experienced the power and the glory of this king. So let's read now. So we are reading Daniel chapter 4 verses 32 and 35. So verse 32 and verse 35. And they shall drive thee from men, and thy dwelling shall be with the beast of the field. And they shall make thee to eat grass as, as oxen, and seven times shall pass over thee, until thou knowest that the Most High ruleth in the kingdom of heaven, and giveth it to whosoever he willeth. And that was what Daniel told Nebuchadnezzar. And this was what Nebuchadnezzar then said in verse 35. And all the inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing. And he doeth according to his will in the armies of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth. And none can stay his hand or say to him, what doest thou? Wow, this is very, very important. That God is the one that have decided that it will bring humanity to be able to administer his kingdom. And we are talking generically now because we are going to go back to see this specifically apply to the first man and to the first woman. Remember, we are asking ourselves, what does it mean that man was created in the image of God. So we saw here in Daniel chapter 4 verse 32 when Daniel was given the interpretation and verse 35 when Nebuchadnezzar actually began to realize that yes he is king but there is a king of kings. Yes he is lord but there is a lord of lords. Daniel said until thou know that the most high ruleth he is king. God rules. Now you can look at the things that is surrounding us today. God rules. God is sovereign okay the the world may not want his kingdom but ultimately the will and the purpose of god will be fulfilled until thou knowest that the most high ruleth in the kingdom of men and giveth it to whosoever he willeth and he said Nebuchadnezzar said that all the inhabitants of the heart are reputed as nothing because god dwelt according to his will because he is the king he is the king his will is law his will is law now this there's this time of grace where god is calling people of their own will and volition to come into his kingdom because he wants to translate them from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son and that is why the lord jesus died on the cross so that you can be a citizen of his kingdom for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him will not perish but have everlasting life so if you have not received jesus as your king if you have not submitted yourself to him as your lord do it today because that is the only way of salvation on earth tomorrow may be too late Today, give your life to him and you will not regret it. Next time, by the grace of God, we are now going to 
key in this into Genesis chapter 1. That yes, God alone is the ultimate, the supreme king over all creation. But what we see in Genesis chapter 1 and chapter 2 is that God built human kingship into creation itself. That Adam and Eve were clearly portrayed as king and queen over the creation of God. So we are going to hone in on that when we come back by the grace of God. Praise the Lord. We sincerely invite you to check out our teachings on YouTube Maranatha Teaching Channel. They will bless you. Thank you.